Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Isaiah 61, 10 through 63, 9. I will rejoice greatly in the Lord. My soul will exult in my God. For he has clothed me with garments of salvation. He has wrapped me with a robe of righteousness. As a bridegroom decks himself with a garland, and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. For as the earth brings forth its sprouts, and as a garden causes the things sown in it to spring up, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring up before all the nations. Zion's glory and new name. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. And for Jerusalem's sake, I will not keep quiet until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. The nations will see your righteousness and all kings your glory. And you will be called by a new name, which the mouth of the Lord will designate. You will also be a crown of beauty in the hand of the Lord and a royal diadem in the hand of your God. It will no longer be said to you forsaken, nor to your land will it any longer be called desolate. But you will be called, my delight is in her, and your land married. For the Lord delights in you, and to him your land will be married. For as a young man marries a virgin, so your sons will marry you. And as a bridegroom rejoices over the bride, so your God will rejoice over you. On your walls, O Jerusalem, I have appointed watchmen. All day and all night, they will never keep silent. You who remind the Lord, take no rest for yourselves, and give him no rest until he establishes and makes Jerusalem a praise in the earth. The Lord has sworn by his right hand and by his strong arm, I will never again give your grain as food for your enemies, 
nor will foreigners drink your new wine for which you have labored. But those who garner it will eat it and praise the Lord, and those who gather it will drink it in the courts of my sanctuary. Go through, go through the gates, clear the way for the people, build up, build up the highway, remove the stones, lift up a standard over the peoples. Behold, the Lord has proclaimed the end of the earth. Say to the daughter of Zion, Lo, your salvation comes. Behold, his reward is with him and his recompense before him. And they will call them the holy people, the redeemed of the Lord. And you will be called sought out a city not forsaken. God's vengeance on the nations. Who is this who comes from Edom with garments of glowing colors from Bozrah? This one who is majestic in his apparel, marching in the greatness of his strength. It is I who speak in righteousness, mighty to save. Why is your apparel red and your garments like the one who treads in the winepress? I have trodden the wine treff alone, and from the people there was no man with me. I also trod them in my anger and trampled them in my wrath. And their lifeblood is sprinkled on my garments, and I stained with all my raiment. For the Lord of vengeance, for the day of vengeance, was in my heart, and my year of redemption has come. I looked, and there was no one to help, and I was astonished, and there was no one to uphold. So my own arm brought salvation to me, and my wrath upheld me. I trod down the peoples in my anger and made them drunk in my wrath, and I poured out their lifeblood on the earth. God's ancient mercies recalled. I shall make mention of the loving kindness of the Lord, the praises of the Lord, according to all that the Lord has granted us, and the great goodness toward the house of Israel, which he has granted them according to his compassion and according to the abundance of his loving kindness. For he said, Surely they are my people, sons who will not deal falsely. So he became their savior. In all their affliction he was afflicted, and the angel of his presence saved them. And his love... And in his mercy, he redeemed them, and he lifted them and carried them all the days of old. John twelve forty one through 50. These things Isaiah said because he saw his glory and he spoke of him. Nevertheless, many even of the rulers believed in him, but because of the Pharisees, they were not confessing him for fear that they would be put out of the synagogue, for they loved the approval of men rather than the approval of God. And Jesus cried out and said, He who believes in me does not believe in me, but in him who sent me. He who sees me sees the one who sent me. I have come as light into the world, so that everyone who believes in me will not remain in darkness. If anyone hears my sayings and does not keep them, I do not judge them. For I did not come to judge the world, but to save the world. He who rejects me and does not receive my sayings has one who judges him. The word I spoke is what will judge him at the last day. For I did not speak on my own initiative, but the Father himself who sent me has given me a commandment as to what to say and what to speak. I know that his commandment is eternal life. Therefore, the things I speak, I speak just as the Father has told me. This week's Torah portion actually is Nitzavim. Uh, Nitzavim, which means one's standing. Or uh, like it says in Isaiah, 
Raising a standard over your people. Raising a standard means this is what I'm going to be standing for. Uh, a standard would be uh, some like a flag that's placed in the ground with a symbol or a sign on it, either representing um, a purpose or representing a group or representing, you know, a nation, something. But when you when you stand up for something or you take your stand, you're letting everyone know um, really what's going to be in your corner. That's it. Where you're coming from. Well, that's phenomenal, especially when you look at Isaiah and also John. I think it's perfect how these two, I mean, in Isaiah, he's talking about how these seeds that have been planted in the earth are going to sprout and going to show glory and how these seeds express and and grow and are seen by others but they start as seeds that are planted and then there's more in there but that one part right there really jumps off at me and then of course how that it that grows from there it grows beyond just the seed it grows into a new name it grows into a new identity in God and so um you could miss it <laughs> you really you could completely miss it and um I hope you catch this right here Jesus is saying that nothing that he does, all, all he does is he is he is keeping the commands that have been given to him. The commands that have been given to him are the word which God has given to him. Jesus is the word. We're to live our life. We're supposed to live our life being imitators of Jesus. We're supposed to be doing what he did, saying what he said. We're not. The Christian world today is not a good example of imitating Jesus. They're not. And I'm I'm sorry to say that, but it's not that it's just here we've arrived and we've taken all of a sudden a wrong turn. The enemy has been trying to pervert and twist the church from the beginning. So it's understandable. He's had a couple thousand years since Jesus rose again and ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He's had some time to get in and, and to um, assist in men twisting Jesus intent he said one faith one faith one church one body many parts but one body and today we're taught that well when someone teaches something a little bit different that just means they're a different body part no 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 they have different strengths they have different gifts they have different callings they have different purposes but it's one faith 
And yes, there are things that are essential that we can we we cannot disagree on. But there's things that are not essential that it's okay. We'll find out later. Essential would be something like Jesus died for us so that we can have salvation. Jesus bore our sins after he lived a perfect life, taking what we deserved. And being a follower of Christ and having that faith in what he did is what gets us to heaven. And that is a free gift. However, Jesus is saying here that he follows the commands of his father. His father gives him the words to say. His father is the one who sent him. So even Jesus points back to the father. So our lives are supposed to be the same. It's not about me. I'm no one's savior. I am no one's savior. But I know the savior and I'll introduce you to him. That's the key. I want my life to be a light in the darkness. I want my life to be something that people see. But lots of people say, well, I want to hear from God. I want to hear his voice. How am I supposed to say things that I haven't heard him tell me? If I'm supposed to live like Jesus, then if I can't hear God's voice, then I can't. Well, what is the Bible? What are these scriptures? They've been called seeds. Jesus even talked about the scriptures, the word being seeds planted into the soil. The story, when he talks about that parable, it's not about the seed. It's about the soil. We are the soil. Our heart is the soil. And when we plant it into a good heart, it sprouts, shows glory. So what we need to do is not be so concerned about who is or isn't hearing. You will. You can and you will hear him. You can and you will, but start getting into his word so you can learn his voice. Read the Bible. Get into the scriptures and let them be seeds that are planted that will sprout and grow up and can be a standard over your family, over your life, over your people. And let that standard be God is the one that we point to. He is the one who is the provider, the protector. He is the one who gives love. Father, thank you for your love. Thank you for this word. And thank you that we can choose to take a stand. Let this be my standard that you and only you are the Lord of my life. My days begin and end with you. And all day long, Father, let it be about you and your love for your people. In Jesus' name, amen.
Thank you for joining us today. And I hope that uh, that blesses you either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to, to spend with your family uh, some time around God's word. And uh, of course, that is great. I love that. And I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org and um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts, or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, but again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.